We're here to ignite your fire by highlighting the success and innovation of other movement professionals. This is the PT on Fire podcast. PT on Fire Nation, we are super excited today to bring you Greg Todd. He's uh, the co-owner of Renewal Rehabilitation um, Florida. He's a business consultant and uh, the PT kind of medical realm, and he's also the founder of PT Builders. and And we're really excited to have Greg on today because he's just one of those people who are are challenging the status quo, challenging tradition, getting out there and just grinding it and kind of paving a new way for for PTs out there. So, Greg, we really appreciate having you on today. My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for having me. So just to get started here, Greg, I just want you to tell us a little about yourself, kind of how the trajectory of your career has gone, how you ended up where you are right now, and uh, even kind of give us a little insight on, on, on PT Builder. Okay, so yeah, I've been a PT now for close to 16 years. I graduated from Florida International University uh, in Miami, and my deal is that I decided on PT because my mom is a medical transcriptionist and uh, she worked for an orthopedic surgeon and I would actually like do some of her transcriptions for her and she would go to like my younger brother's games, his baseball games and she'd be like, Greg, do you want to do these transcriptions? I learned how to type when I was in seventh grade. So I was like, okay, cool. So I just kept on hearing in my ear humorous Ulna, femur, all this stuff. And I was like, this is actually pretty freaking cool. So, <laughs> so anyway, she set up a meeting for me to meet with this, this orthopedic surgeon in my senior year of high school. And I guess he was just having a really crappy day or something. But he's like, oh, don't do what I do, man. Like, I, I'm on my fourth wife. My, my, <laughs> my life sucks, da 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 do what they do. And he had PTs in his office. So I was like, okay. You know, I'm like 16, 17 years old. This dude's like totally just sucked my life out of me. So I looked into the PT thing and that's how I decided that I wanted to be a PT. So I found out what I needed to do. You know, I got to work and, and became a PT. And so for the first four years, I worked in a corporate setting and it was cool, but I was just like, there's so much more things that I feel like we can do, but I just wasn't able to do it because of the way that particular company said that things needed to be done. And that's really what drove me to want to open up my own practice. And, and, and during that four-year time from year three to year, yeah, around year three is when I got this opportunity to work with some high-level um, WTA and ATP tennis players. And that was like the last thing where I'm like, gosh, man, they want me to um, travel with them more than what, you know, the vacation that I had for the company that I worked for. And I'm like, gosh, I got to I got to have a way to kind of be able to do my own thing. And so uh, I've had my own practice since the age of 27 and it's now I'm 38 going on 39. So that's an awesome story, Greg, uh, this Andrew Grecki here. And, and I just wanted to interject here. So, so I started a practice about five years ago, superior physical therapy and me and Nick worked together and, and I just wanted to go there for a second and, and, um, was it all that it was cracked up to be, right? So, so you left the corporate setting and you went into starting your own practice with the mindset that you were going to have more freedom and you could do what you wanted. And I did the same thing too. But what I found out real quickly was that, man, now, now I'm, uh, you know, I've got not only a patient schedule, but I also have all these other things to worry about. So kind of tell me how, 
how that's gone for you and and was you know are we are we are we in the same page there yeah it, it sure <laughs> as hell was like that in the beginning <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't um here sipping coffee and doing podcast interviews you know, <laughs> kidding. it was tough man it was tough you know you have to do everything but i gotta be honest with you you know in the grand scheme of things i said this to my wife the other day and i was like you know my first job guys was working and selling newspapers for the Sun Sentinel at the age of 15. And I was selling papers like in the ghetto. Okay. That was hard. You know what I mean? Like that was really hard. Like I felt like I was going to get shot, you know, when I'm going to people's house trying to get them to buy newspapers. I made a whopping $13 in my time at that place. <laughs> Worked there for two weeks and I nearly got killed like twice. I kid you not. Okay. That sucked. And so the next job I had, I worked as a dishwasher for this Chinese restaurant. They paid me under the table. And that was hard too. And and so, but it wasn't as bad as the last job, right? And then my my third job, I got a job as a janitor at TJ Maxx. And that was better than the dishwashing job. So, you know, yes, all of it is hard. And having your own practice is hard. But in the grand scheme of things, I was getting paid like three bucks an hour. And now I get paid a crap load of money. Like, it's hard, but you get rewarded really well. Like, at least, you know, if you have your own gig, if you can grind it out and just figure yourself out now, like you're setting yourself up for an amazing future. And it's all hard. Working at McDonald's is sucks. Right, right. Working at GameStop sucks. At least you're working somewhere and it's hard and you're trying to figure it out. But you already know that 10 years from now, like your, your whole future is set. Like you're setting yourself up for amazing things. And that's why I'm just like now being able to look at it in retrospect, I'm like, yeah, like you have to do this. Like what you're going through now is totally normal, but it's setting you up for amazing, amazing things. Uh, and the reason I ask, and I agree, I, and, and, and we're probably at a little different stages, you know, I'm year five and you've been doing this longer than me. I just know that I get a lot of phone calls and I have a lot of conversations with other PTs and, and, uh, they, they, they look at me as, you know, starting a practice at 28. Oh my gosh, that must've been amazing. And you're, how, you're so lucky. And, 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 and it's like, yeah, you know, it's hard though. It's not easy. And, and, and it's not for everybody. And I just, I just know that I think you've got the, the generation right now that's, that's coming out of school. And I know there's a lot of really motivated people that, that I think more than ever want to go that route. And, uh, and that's awesome and exciting. And, and I just think that though, having the right perspective and recognizing that you've got to be willing to put the time and the work in, and it's not easy in the beginning and you go through stages. Um, and, and there's definitely a process to things and you figure it out as you go. And there's a lot of learning that you didn't, a lot of stuff you didn't learn in PT school that you've got to go out there and, and figure out on your own. And so, yeah, I just wanted to throw it out there. I totally agree with you. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of want to piggyback off that because yeah. The first five to seven years of practice ownership, uh, you're really just trying to figure out who you are, your identity. You're At the same time, you're grinding, trying to get patience, trying to build up a reputation for yourself. And so that sounds like that's where you're at. And that's totally normal. Like everything you're going through is normal. But honestly, I, I truly look back at it, at least for me, that I got to work my first four years in you know, a corporate setting as a PT. I honestly, looking back in retrospect, I can't say it was any harder. It was the only difference was that I was playing with my money and right. not theirs. More risk. That was the only difference. But there was no option for quitting because it was my money. 
You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's like, okay, you know, playing online poker for free and pay and, and, and playing, you know, with your money is just, it's just, you look at it a little bit differently. Like there, there's just the, the quit factor is not there. It can't be. So anyways, I just want to tell you that because what you're dealing with right now is normal. It's, but you just gotta, you just have to grind through it. That's it. I'm just thankful and grateful that I've got some pretty awesome people, you know, that, that, uh, it's not just a one man show anymore. I've got some really motivated people, really great, you know, things to look forward to in the future. So that, that helps a ton. Yeah, so. that's huge. You know, uh, for me, it's so funny that you mentioned that because yesterday my, cause I have a business partner as well and he's been a PT for 22 plus years or something like that. And, um, and we're totally different. Like we're, we, we get along amazing. We've been partners for 12 years, but, uh, he doesn't, he's not a techie guy and he knows I'm kind of the face of the company and he's totally cool with that. Um, but he's passionate about PT, you know, just like I am. And, and it really does make a difference having someone there kind of by your side that you can bounce ideas off that when you are struggling, you have somebody to lift you up and when they're struggling, they have somebody to lift them up. So, you know, I think what you guys are doing, even with this podcast is just amazing because in our profession, it's really tough in that there's just a mindset of people that they don't really want to do anything else but the status quo. And then there's those of us out there that are trying to do some amazing things. And sometimes you feel alone, you know, and so it is important to have, you know, your little community of people that, you know, okay, we're going to ride or die together. So Mm -hmm. super important. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, after following you on social media and looking at the content that you're putting out there, which is amazing. And I want to visit that later in the episode. I can totally, it's, it's almost funny that you like your personality in a corporate setting. I'm sure you kind of just felt kind of boxed in cause you have, you got that positive creative mind that just, you know, you have that ability to get out there and, and have people kind of inspire people, you know, with your Facebook live content and your, you know, your social media content and just the fact that you were able to kind of maintain that creativity and see the vision of starting your own practice. And not only, and you mentioned status quo, kind of not only settling on the traditional ways to make, to make it work as a PT, but also visiting different avenues that a lot of people, you know, don't even know is out there when you graduate PT school, they don't talk about that in PT school. Right. Um, so, you know, talk a little bit about that. How did you, how do you see these different avenues and, and, and what kind of sparks your passion for that? I think, you know, one of the things is when you have your own place, you have your own practice and the way, like the one word that describes whether it's my clinics, my other businesses is family. I treat my patients like family. I treat my staff like family. And because of that, I actually have conversations with my patients. <laughs> and, 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 and I just ask them, like, what else would you guys want from me? And they're the ones that told me. Like, they're, they, they tell you what they want. A lot of times we're just so bogged down with insurance and documentation and reimbursement and and all that other minutia that like we don't even listen to them. They told me they wanted online fitness programs. They're the ones that told me that they wanted me to help them with their nutrition. They're the ones that told me that they would like options beyond formal physical therapy because of the insurance stuff. I just listen to them. They're the brains behind it all. You know what I mean? And then I just figured out, okay, well, how can this work? You know, and in the beginning, the, the early years, 
I did training at my office, but then it got to the point where I was getting really busy with PT and I just didn't have the time to train anymore. And it started to become more of a burden. So then I'm like, okay, now this Facebook thing's coming out and we've got the internet and we've got, you know, membership blogs and all that other stuff. And I just started to kind of evolve from there. And now it's just, it's so easy. But what the, the thing is that when you work for a corporate setting, you know, if all, all they care about is how many units you can bill and that's it, and they don't want to, you know, expand and do other things, then, then, then your, your brain is limited. Like you, you can't even think of these things. You can't even ask your, like, why am I going to ask my patients if I work in a corporate setting when I know that I don't have any power to do it anyway? Mm-hmm. So it's not that, you know, somebody the other day called me a physical therapy prodigy. I'm like, that's, you know, that's a, I guess that sounds cool. And I guess I can take that and help my ego, but it's not really true. I'm just not limited. I'm not limited by all the things that everybody else is limited by. So I can do whatever the hell I want to do, you know? Right, and right. so that, that to me is, and so listen to your patients. They'll tell you what they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they'll tell you what it is that, that they need. And so that's I would, how I built stuff from there. I would say too, listen to your staff, you know, listen to yeah. the people that are around you, you know, that, that's actually, that this is where we are. So, you know, I feel like my, my role has morphed into more of a facilitator and to try to help people continue to stay passionate. And, and I, I don't know how many months ago it was, but uh, me and Nick were just chatting and he's like, man, I really think this would be a cool thing to do this podcast, this PT on fire, this, this community of people that are inspiring. And, and that's like, Hey man, let's make it happen. Let's, let's figure out right. time. Let's, 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 let's change both of our schedules so we can make that happen. And, um, and that's just, that's awesome that you said that, man. I love it. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is, Greg, you know, in order to even do that, you have to, like, you have to have humility to even be willing to ask your patients what they want. If you, you know, if you had this big ego and and a lot of pride within yourself as, you know, almost too much, you wouldn't even care about what they would want. So the fact that you're willing to reach out and be receptive is, is huge. And I just love, I love how you're talking about being more than just the, you know, get them through this, this plan, this four to six week plan of care and then send them on their way. You're, you're saying, Hey, you know, we're the movement professionals. We know how the body moves better than anybody else in the world. So why not develop a way to continue that relationship with the patient past just your traditional plan of care, Tr- uh, you know, continue to not give them something to, to continue to build on after they've been discharged. Guys, I want you to think of this. Of all the medical professions that get reimbursed through insurance, who spends the most amount of interaction? Who has the most amount of time with patients? It's us. Mm-hmm. Hence, of all the respected professions out there that are reimbursed through insurance, of all of them, we are the ones that have the ability to develop long-term relationships with patients. So the fact that we aren't doing these things is actually a travesty. It's a total crime. Uh, it, and they want it. You know, they want it. So, so when I hear people saying, oh, I don't have enough referrals, I, I was like, no, you're, you don't have enough imagination is what you don't have. You, your, <laughs> patients, your patients should be able to give you, forget about the four to six weeks of formal therapy or the eight visits or the five visits. If you focus on them, if you focus on their goals, what they want, and you always bring it back to them on what they want, then they will sign up for your online fitness programs. They, they will never let insurance get in the way. 
if that's what they want. That, but, but we're not trained to do that. We're conditioned to do insurance therapy, not physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't believe in that, you know, and, and I just believe that you do whatever you can do in your power to help them get to their goals. We are movement professionals, but I also believe that, that we are, you know, this is one thing I've seen being out there in the business world and working on the professional tennis tour. I view myself as an expert in a lot of different things. And I think that in our profession, we always think as the only way I can become an expert is if I do another certification. The only way I can become an expert is if I become an OCS or a CSCS or I do this or I go to this. And I just don't believe that anymore. I mean, I have those things, but now I realize that I know more than a lot of people know for nutrition. I know that there's a lot of people out there that have certifications for nutrition, dietitians, nutritionists, and they eat freaking hot dogs all day. And Mm -hmm. I eat good and I've learned how to do it. So truthfully, I believe that I have an expertise in the way that Greg does it. Because people trust me, because I have done nothing to ever lose their trust, then they will listen to me and they're getting results. And to me, that's all that matters, you know, and that's what's been able to kind of build my little juggernaut that I have going on. So, mm-hmm. and what, you know, what you're talking about reminds me of a book I read. It's called, uh, to sell is human by Daniel Pink. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, you know, we're all in sales, even if you, we hear the word physical therapy and in school, PT school, they don't hit on it that much, but we're definitely in sales. We're getting people to trust us and believe in our plan of cares and believe in what we're trying to essentially sell them, you know, to, to benefit them. And, and I like the way you look at it, you know, you don't, it's like, you don't feel salesy about it because you truly believe in what you're talking about. You believe that it's going to help people. So that allows you then to be able to essentially sell them on these different ideas that you have. People buy passion, people buy um, integrity, and people want to trust others. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Do you guys have iPhones? You have uh, iPhones, well, Android? Sure. Like, what do you have? Yeah. Okay, you have iPhones? IPhone. Okay. All right. So, so the deal is, is, that, is this your first iPhone that you've ever no, had? No, no, okay, no. Okay, it's not. All right. So, so let me give you guys one little piece of advice that I was given a while ago. When... And are you going to buy another iPhone? Here, let me ask you that as well. Are you going to well, buy another? I'll tell you what. I just got the one, 128 gig, uh, and I'm thinking <laughs> okay. this one's going to do me for a while. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but I'm assuming probably two years from now, yeah. when the next iPhone 7 Plus Plus comes out, you probably will say, all right, okay, the 128 gig, okay, this is good, but I want the new features. Here's the deal. The deal is that when you have trust in someone, a company, something – and you're willing to exchange money with that person as long as they don't ever break your trust. It's very easy to continue to exchange money. Hence Apple. Like I bought the first time I bought an iPhone was I don't know 2010 or something like that. And man, it was really hard for me to do it. You know, I was like, "Oh, man, should I really?" Now, man, I buy I have seriously like right now as I'm here just doing this interview, I have an iPad next to me, I have my iPhone, I have my MacBook, I have Oh, look over there. There's a little, um, what are my kids' iPod touches? I mean, I probably have like 16 Apple devices in this house. I have six Apple TVs in my home. Okay. Like, okay. So basically, my point in telling you this is that when people trust you and they've exchanged money with you, 
the first time, that's the hardest. After that, if you can show them that I can continue to help you on the things that you want, that you want, not what I want, what you want, and you show passion and they show that you have a genuine belief. Because if you're just trying to sell and all you're doing is selling somebody something and then they buy it and then you're out of there, you're done. You're losing their trust. I don't lose people's trust because people that buy my courses, people that are patients of mine, they know that whatever I sell, I always way over deliver because I'm, I love what I do and I don't have a problem with over delivering and they'll always buy from me. They're always going to because I bring it and that's all you got to do. If you're a PT, bring it, bring it daily and then you'll never have a problem with people wanting to do other things with you. I love that, man. I love that. That's a, that's an awesome way to, that's the great mindset really is what that is. I think uh, a lot of PTs, uh, we feel like dogs, we we're, we're dogs be, with tails between our legs and, and it's, 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 oh my gosh, I have to, I'm a, I'm a physical therapist. The doctor is my, is my master and I'm waiting for the referral. And, you know, I only touch the part that they told me to touch and I have to obey the protocol and that that needs to go away. So the mindset is really the first thing that needs to shift. And what you just described was a perfect mm-hmm. man. It totally is guys. It really is because that was me. Like, that's why I do get it. That was me. Like, okay, well, what did your doctor say? Um, okay. Things aren't going good instead of like, okay, let's change things up. Uh, maybe we should go back to your doctor. Like, huh? Like, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it's one thing. Okay. I graduated in 2000. I graduated with a bachelor's. It's one thing with a $15,000 investment at a bachelor's degree. If I want to be somebody's, you know, bitch or whatever, sorry, if I'm sorry, but you know, if like for $15,000, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. But for, for, for six figures, like, come on, man. Like, like how can we do that anymore? Right. Like, no, that's like, it's like a no, no, we can't do that. You know, and I understand it's not going to change overnight, but you got to start with the mindset from now. And, right. and, and like this year, I've already spoken at five conferences. And last year, after speaking at PPS conference, I, I got, you know, it was my talk was one of the highest rated talks of the conference, right? And people came to me after and said, why do you spend so much time on the kids? Like, why don't you can make a killing in private practice? I'm like, well, I've already made my coin. I was like, I need to talk to the ones that their mindset is not a complete cluster F. You know what I mean? Like I need to talk to them before it's too late because all it takes is three or four years out of have that slave MD mentality and you're done. Mm -hmm. Like you're done. (laughs) You're you're, you're done. So, (laughs) so that's why you guys see me like in the DPT groups and whatnot, because I know I was like, I got three, I got three years. I got a three year window with these people. After that, they're finished. Their career's over. Mm-hmm. It's finished. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you're right. And I, and I, I and it helps you with marketing. Now you've got an avatar, you know who to go after. I would say too, kind of as a disclaimer, I mean, we lo- I have many physician friends. We, 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 we have really good relationship with physicians. It's not to bash them. They are experts in what they do, but they're not experts in musculoskeletal conditions. They're just not. They don't have the education. So therefore, patients in the community that we live in, and every community in the country has this thought process that they need to go to their doctor because they have a musculoskeletal problem 
And it's the second most common reason why somebody visits their primary care physician. That's the, that's a, that's a true statistic. And yet they don't have any training in it. And they'll admit that to mm-hmm. us. They don't admit that to their patients, but you go in with back pain and they're like, okay, I've got injections, medications, or surgery and an MRI maybe. So, uh, and, and then, oh, hey, and you can try physical therapy. And, and it's like, they're going, the, the, the pathway for the patient is wrong and we need to change the pathway. And that's, that's really what we're talking about here is, is, is educating new PTs on how to have a better mindset and ultimately, you know, take it upon ourselves to go out and get those people and educate those people and over deliver. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've got mad love for physicians. A lot of my best friends are physicians. Physicians still refer patients to me. I think where the difference is now is that I'm a colleague with them, mm-hmm. okay? I'm not like their assistant, right? and mm-hmm. they understand that. So there's a couple things, guys. One of the things is this, and, and I learned this – actually, I learned this from um, this therapist that I uh, – when, when I was getting ready to go work for this company called Cora – this guy, I was taking over kind of for his spot for a little bit. And he's the one that, that really showed me that. And he was like, look, you need to be able to bring them as much value as they bring you. And then the relationship changes. It totally changes. But right now, all we're looked at as for most, at least most PTs, they're just looked at as a parasite from physicians. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is begging them, bothering them, give me more patients, give me more, give me more, give me more. And then, you know, we kind of mutter on our voice, oh, we shouldn't be doing that, you know, whatever. No. Now, because I have my own following, now we're looked at how can we help each other? Greg, we know you have your following. We have our following. How can we work with each other? And there's this massive respect factor across the board. So PTs can poo-poo on marketing all they want, but you want to gain respect with physicians? I'm sorry. Don't bring your little article about evidence-based VMO, contraction, whatever. That ain't going to do it. I can tell you right now, okay? Physicians are trying to hustle too, okay? They're trying to make coin too. They're trying to pay off their loans too. They got loans too, guys, okay? So everybody's trying to do their thing. And, they, and we all love what we do, but we're also trying to make coin here. You know what I mean? We're trying to, because we're experts at what we do, we're trying to make a living off of what we do. So you have to be able to help them as much as they help you. So until you can develop your own brand and have people coming to you that you can then say, hey, I want to bring – like I, I work my physicians like this. Hey, I want to bring you in and do a little thing on you know, whatever new procedure you're doing. Just come to my office and, and do something on that. You know, I can bring them on Facebook Live if I wanted to on my business page. There's so many different things you could do. But you got to start acting like that instead of a freaking parasite, like a mosquito just sucking blood out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I love the I love the stories and the analogies, Greg. That's that's great. Uh, <laughs> it's so, the Starbucks coffee talk. Hey, there you, know. you go. There, yes, I, it is. Yeah. I saw a shirt the other day. It said, "Coffee makes us do dumb things faster." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, just just a just a substitute for alcohol. There you go. Uh, so. I like how you said, you know, build a following, you know, how important it is for us now to leverage the technology and kind of build a following for ourselves. And I even, I saw, I believe it was you that put this on your Facebook or said this in a video that when you have 
prospective employees that come in and interview at your your company, you'll even say, hey, if you're comfortable on Facebook Live or you're comfortable on social media, you know, that's worth an extra five grand to you right off the top. You know, and I thought about that and I really think you're right. I think there's value to to getting, because essentially what is building a following? It's just getting people to know you, to like you and to trust you, which then ultimately, you know, helps everybody. It's going to help the client and help the patient better too. So I, you know, that's, that's great and interesting comment that you said. There, there's, there's two ways to look at that. So the first way is that we are in a generation right now. We're in, in an era where you can literally become a celebrity overnight. If you have something of value, you have something that people want, which by the way, as a physical therapist, you all have massive value in your ability to educate. What you might not know how to do is you might not know how to piece that together to present it to people in a way that could help them. You have to learn that, okay? But if you have that, now you don't have to buy a commercial spot you know, in your local cable, you know, programming, you can go on Facebook live, you can spend $20 and you can hit 15,000 people in your local community in a day. Just like that. I mean, just like that. So if I have a new therapist that's coming in and I want that person to introduce themselves to the community and show something that they can help people with, if they're comfortable on Facebook live, shouldn't I pay them an extra five, $10,000? Of course, because they're going to bring that back into me. Because at the end of the day, people don't buy my techniques. People buy me. If they trust me, and now with live video, you can get on somewhere and people can trust you within a few different you know, um, you know, videos that you do. Because people can see, this is a legit person. This dude is doing this live. He doesn't have a script in front of him. Like This is a real, authentic individual. You can basically build your following in no time. Like it's that simple. And and then the other part to it, the, the part two of this is ever since I've been doing videos on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, you know, and most of the videos I do are all live videos. You know how much better I've gotten in my evals? Like I've gotten so much better because I, like my communication has improved like massively. And I don't know how much you guys know about my story of me struggling with my speech, you know, throughout the majority of my life. Like, to me, it's the best practice, the best speech therapy session you could ever have is going on Facebook Live, okay? Because you are now in front of people, you you can't do a retake, okay? I mean, we're doing a podcast. If you guys want to edit something out, you can't. You can't do that on Facebook Live. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. You you got to go. And it has made my evaluation so much more efficient, so much more powerful because my communication skills have improved. So as a PT, that's what separates you from everybody else. A PTA can treat. A PT can treat. But what separates you from everybody else is your ability to do a kick-ass evaluation. And to me, that's, that's where it's at. So I already know that if I bring in a brand new PT and they're doing YouTube videos, they're doing Facebook Live videos, they're doing Periscope I already know that their ability to communicate is better than all of their competition. So they're getting a job and they're getting more money. I love it. I love it. And really that that's a whole other discussion. I mean, I think you could categorize that as we need to pay based on performance and yeah. it, we got to get out of this salary 
the salary age, the hourly age, and we need to pay based on performance. And performance is going to be dictated by how much you can sell the value of you as an individual. And and using tools like that builds you know, the trust with the community and you become that celebrity within and then people want to see you and then you're booked out six weeks and you know, that, 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 it, it comes full circle. So I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. And so, so really let's, let's get to some of the stuff that, uh, how, how can people find you? You know, we want to make sure that everybody knows all the things that you have to offer. And so tell us about some of the things that we can, uh, the, the, how people can find you, what they can get from you. Um, and then we'll kind of talk about what you've got for our audience today. Sure. So, so let's talk about free and then let's talk about paid. So yep. the free stuff, I got plenty of free stuff out there. If you go to, I have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the PT builder. I put at least two to five posts a day of just stuff that I feel could be of value to physical therapists. I know that most of them struggle with confidence, which is, and because of this whole physician mindset mentality. So anyways, that's, I have that page. I have my YouTube uh, page as well. It's physical therapist pro on YouTube, or you can put in Greg Todd. I have over 300 videos on YouTube uh, of just, just tons of stuff. You can follow me on Periscope at Greg Todd PT on Twitter at Greg Todd PT and Instagram at Greg Todd PT. And you'll see my message is basically the same. I'm just trying to inspire, motivate and educate people. So that's all my – and then gregtodpt.com. That's my website. Guys, I have probably – I just started that website uh, maybe three months ago. I already have like 75 blogs on there. So um, so, so I have – I, I give out content like crazy. But if you want to take it to another level, I have my site, which is gregtodtv.com. I have created seven online courses – because it got to the point where everybody's saying, Greg, I would love for you to be my mentor. I can't meet with everybody like every single day. I, I can't do that. You know what I mean? I'm a consultant. I have 15 companies that pay me to work for them. I have 20 employees. I have four kids and I have a wife that still likes me. So I want to spend time with them. But what I did is my wife gave me the permission to do these courses. And she said, we can't contain you, Greg. Let's just, you just spend six months and do these courses. So I have seven, eight, I don't know what it is now, but I have seven to eight courses at gregtodtv.com. And these are courses that basically teach you how to do all the things you never learned in PT school. That's it. So it took me, you know, 12, 13 years to figure it out. You guys can figure it out in six weeks. Awesome. That's great, man. Your model's great. I can tell you that uh, we've got uh, a similar model that we're working on here as we build our physical therapist on fire community. We're, we're going to be trying to to offer some educational information, and I love it. I love that you're just out there doing amazing things. And so, so what what do you got for the audience today? Tell us what. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, one of the companies that I consult for is called 3D4 Medical. They are the basically number one medical app for Apple, for iTunes. And I've been a consultant with them since 2009. They have, to me, the most amazing uh, medical app out there. This is what I use every day that I am in a clinic. It's called Complete Anatomy. Uh, they, They recently gave me a consultant link for any physical therapist or PT student. Anybody that uh, wants to use this link can get their app for 20% off. And I actually have a course 
called Clinical Application for Physical Therapists, where I give you guys my um, all the ways that I set out my evaluations, how I set out my treatments, the philosophy behind it, and then I actually give you the 12 most common orthopedic conditions. I explain it using that app, and this is basically how I like. This is how people respect me as a PT, and so. I'm going to give you guys that course for all your listeners. I'll give you guys that course for free. Just awesome. get their email um, and I'll let them into the course and they'll have access to it. And look, if you just follow those 12 things, like you're going to be a badass from day one as a PT. I okay? love just it. listen, just, just memorize how I explain conditions and you'll be fine. So we're going to so. put that in the show notes for the audience. We're going to have two links in there. Uh, we'll have those kind of separated and you can access that, which is super, super great of you to, to give away. We really appreciate that. No problem. And uh, man, you're just an inspiration. It's really great. I hope that we get a chance at some point to meet you, you know, maybe in the wintertime when it's cold up here in Northern Michigan, no, we can make a flight down to Florida and kind you of come down here. There That's you go. Nice there you go. I'll take you guys to Bush Gardens. Yes. Over to um, Orlando. I don't know if you guys know a guy named Paul Goff. He's a yep. the PT Profit Academy. Paul is uh, buying a, uh, a a summer home here in Orlando, so we can all um, we could all meet up and just rap about uh, PT and all that other awesome. stuff. Nice. Absolutely, nice. sounds great, man. Well, we really really appreciate you being on the show, and uh, wow, just just great great to hear what you're doing. Awesome, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot, Greg. Wow. What a great conversation uh, we just had with an inspiring guy, uh, Greg Todd. Just an example of a of a person who's out there just getting after it every day, challenging, again, challenging status quo and and looking at just non-traditional ways and creative ways that us as PTs can get out there and and better serve our patients and our clients. Um, so one of the, he was very kind uh, to offer one of the um, what you'll find in our show notes as a link to the clinical application course that Greg does, as well as the app that he was talking about that's called Complete Anatomy. So Greg is offering a twenty percent off to the app again, complete anatomy, and then his clinical application course on how to actually use that and then exp explain, um, use it in your evaluation and explanation of patients. Again, you'll find the links for those in our show notes. And you can find our show notes at ptofire.com forward slash episode six. And we would definitely encourage you to take advantage of those free things that he gave us. And I mean, just enhances your abilities as a PT. And uh, also just wanted to remind you that we really, we really want you to join our community. So, so right to the right side of this uh, episode, you can see uh, a, a register now or, uh, and we want you to join our community so that we can send you valuable uh, information. We're going to continue to evolve uh, physical therapists on fire into educational uh, information and more podcasting and blogging. And we really think that if you, if you join the community, you're just going to enhance the value and we want to over deliver. So the only way we can do that is if we get you to join. So, so definitely would encourage you to go to our site, ptofire.com and uh, click the register now link. And we really, really appreciate you guys. We're grateful for you and uh, keep on keeping on and uh, keep on lighting that fire. <laughs> <laughs>